clapping for me.
next person that holds your heart Better treat it like a work of art Even when they're miles apart Good intentions from the start Oh bro, how you really have grown mm, Guess we're not kids anymore So when you finally come So proud of you, soldier So proud of you, soldier So proud of you, soldier So proud of you Nineteen was our favorite year We both graduated and then disappeared Went our separate ways to face our fears We both said I'll see you soon No need to shed a tear You really have grown mm, Guess we're not kids anymore So when you finally come home mm, I'll make you marching place Oh, give me a warm embrace So proud of you, so so proud of you, soldier So proud of you, soldier So proud of you Just go back in time to when we used to to do what we like to do Like our treehouse days When you'd wake up and say Let's go get ice cream after school And play So proud of you, so
let's try some lupin. This is a cover of Eugene by Arlo Parks. Yeah, I don't know what to say 
episode 71 can you hear all of us yeah oh i didn't say anything that's why i was like wait what happened to the microphone <laughs> just no gold microphone that's why you're mm-hmm. oh. yeah this is episode 71 today of river city sounds i am cole and i'm chloe and i'm Iz. i'm justin and we have with us alex and ariel <laughs> all right so can you tell us the origins of the project we just heard yeah so this is um an upcoming EP that I'm going to be releasing soon called Alma Mia, which you guys heard the last song of. And it's interesting how it started. It was like throughout the pandemic, you know, being introverted and having to stay isolated from the world. That's when I really started picking up singers, like writing songs and like really putting them into words, all the things that I was feeling at the time. And so I know that like part of me was always like, man, like, this is the time to do it. Like, start writing songs, getting through it, and being able to express the way that I felt um, with different things. So, yeah, so that was in Nova when I was living there at the time with my parents. So, of course, like, part of me was, like, the nomad in me was ready to go um, because I was in Central America, actually, for six months before that, um, working on an independent storytelling project because I'm a videographer slash photographer. So I went, did some interviews, and was, like, came back, 
and they already told me, oh, you got to move on to the next thing. Like, we're stuck. We're here, you know, <laughs> living, trying to live and get through this thing called a pandemic and COVID. What's COVID? You know, so it was just such a crazy time to come back and kind of be isolated. So I used that time to write music and I was able to really come up with a lot of um, <laughs> music that came from the heart. And so that's kind of the start of this soon to be EP, which is just a bunch of singles coming together um, to create this this uh, story, I guess you could Very say. Nice. So yeah. it's good to hear that you actually did something with your time during the pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> everyone planned, but did we all do go through with it? You know? Right. Well, I feel like everyone grew a different hobby, like either picked up a new instrument yeah. or like Definitely. watched yeah. a new series, <laughs> you know, read that book yeah. that was sitting in the corner for a while. It's an adjustment period for a lot of people. Absolutely. Yeah. I was running during the pandemic. Oh, look at you. Get I it. hate running. No, I, like, <laughs> I do too, I actually. I hate running, but I was doing it all the time. Yeah, I absolutely hate it too. I'm more of a biker. I do like to bike a lot, yeah. especially in Richmond. It's such a great time to do it. Yeah. Do you, so what is the name of your project? Remind us. Yeah, yeah. So, well, this EP, you know, thinking through all the songs and times, the season that I was in, I wanted to kind of wrap up the EP and call it Alma Mia, um, which is the last song that I played that speaks about a song that's directed to my soul, because um, Alma Mia translates to soul of mine. Um, so there's a lot of like parts in that song that talk about like, oh, like I'm growing, like I'm changing, you know, what will become of me, what will become of me, um, and I'm contemplating what to do and what will become of me. So that is going to be the name of this project that I want to release, uh, hopefully by the fall of this year. So what are some genre and influences you would say for this project specifically? Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've heard of any of these, but I got like, specifically with some of the looping you did, it very much sounded like Usually Just a T-Shirt by John Frusciante. No, I've not heard? heard of them. No, look them up, please. So John Frusciante is um, the lead guitar player for... Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, no way. And his first time he quit Red Hot Chili Peppers, he did it to make a solo album and do heroin, basically exclusively. <laughs> nice. And he has a very, very interesting uh, first solo album there. Mm. It kind of reminds me of some of the loops you were using with some of the little leads on top yeah. of the very mellow uh, guitar riffs and whatnot. And the other thing I was thinking of was like, Crywank meets Ashley Erickson. Interesting. interesting. I have not heard of any of these. I, I was about to say, has anyone heard of either of those ones? <laughs> I've heard of the first one. Crywank before? Yeah, okay. Interesting. Before. They're pretty good. But, uh, unfor I'm not going to get into Crywank. But yeah, Ashley Erickson. <laughs> you ever heard of Ashley Erickson? They're the ones who that did, um, familiar. Come Adventure Along time. With, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 She also has a project Lakes, called right? Lakes. Yeah. Uh -huh. Lakes really well, just good. Lake. Okay. But it's with and other I people than just there. Yeah, just, I'll have yeah. to look at she's the look at all these names. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they're very good. I love the album that. Circular Doorway by Lake. Yeah, that one. My favorite of all time. Well, it's funny because I'm very old school. Like, I didn't really pick up looping until, like, after the pandemic when I bought my guitar, <clears throat> like around Christmas time. That was like my present to myself, and then got a looping pedal from a friend and was like, "Hey, like, let me see what I can do with this," because I. Like, would just play guitar and sing, like, singer-songwriter style, but then the looping is, like, such a game-changer because you can really, like, multitask yeah. and layer sounds and, like, textures. And I was always inspired by, like, Tash Sultana. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Tash. Um, she's Australian from the UK, and she's able to, like, just create these, like, amazing loops live 
like everywhere and she plays a saxophone she plays the guitar she plays the piano um and she always brings out all these instruments and the way she started was like playing on the street pretty much of um of australia and so she's been able to kind of find ways to incorporate different textures and sounds and so i've always like admired her as an artist and but her genre is so different from mine it's Mm -hmm. like like reggae and like kind of like soulful in that sense of jazz um so I guess in that element of like I do love that jazz but I grew up with like artists like Nora Jones and Natasha Bedingfield, Hillary <laughs> Hillary Dove, Dove yes. you know yeah, Kelly Clarkson so like Good. I'd listen to songs like that and be like oh like I love their emotion behind each lyric I mean maybe they didn't write all of the songs but they definitely like were able to perform them so well and be able to create the sound with their voice that I was like, oh, I would love to sing like that. Uh-huh. Um, so I think that those are kind of influences. So it's interesting to me that you bring up all these artists that I don't really know of because it opens a new like layer of like, mm-hmm. oh, these are other artists that people hear when they listen to my music. Yeah. So, um, so you were told us a bit about how you got to Richmond. Oh, I want to talk about songs real quick again. Yeah. Um, those covers, how much of the covers that you just performed, how much of those are actually original? Because you added, like, you know, the little vocals and the leads in the background. Is that something that you're doing, or is that something you, like, I learned this specifically for the song? Yeah, so getting it on, um, if you hear the song, you can kind of hear the lead, like, that little, like, yeah. like, that is from the song. But I managed to, like, hear it and be able to, like, play it. I didn't really know what I was playing at the time. But yeah. it's just, yeah, like, I would hear the textures in the song and then end up adding uh different like textures to it so with the the vocals getting it on like the ad-libs i guess you could say that was all like kind of original like their lyrics in the song but it's not like the way that he sings it Mm -hmm. um there so i really liked so people when they hear me live they're like oh i really like this version compared to the original um just because it provides like a different kind of element to it and style so yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah. I love sales. Oh my gosh. Big Sis is another favorite of mine. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. Um, and one last thing. You did mention uh, an upcoming release, but do you have anything out as of right now? Because you have a couple singles, I assume. Yeah, so I have about be... four singles out. Um, so to finish the CP, I want two more. So the ones that are out right now are Love at First Sight, um, which is funny. The way that I wrote that song was through like a Google um like rhyming thing like seeing what what words rhymed and whatnot um so it's not dedicated to anybody but it's a good love song for people who really enjoy uh that season and we're in it right valentine's day um and then proud of proud of of you proud of you soldier poise um is about my brother who's in the army um he is stationed out in germany right now so i haven't seen him in a while but um but he just got engaged so he is um, going to come back to, like, Tennessee area, and that's when I'll see him to get married. And then uh, Inconsistency and Oh, Here We Go Again are the, the last two that are out right now. And they all came out as singles, kind of four or five months apart from each other, a little bit more sometimes for a couple. But, yeah, it was very, like, you know, wanting to kind of, like, pursue and make sure that all these songs would come out in a not a formally formal fashion but just be able to be timely so mm-hmm. then i could be able to release it by like before this next year but that didn't really happen so i'm trying to make sure that it um kind of comes together with an ode to a friend that i didn't get to play tonight but alma mia 
um, especially ending with that, I think would be a really cool way to end out this mm -hmm. EP project, yeah. Um, what brought you to Richmond? Yeah, so I am in love with the fact that everyone is such a like entrepreneur out here. Like they're very focused on creative projects right now and wanting to like do things that they love. And that's like a big kind of influence on me. Like for example, like let what you love be what you do by the poet Rumi like has always stuck with me. So I feel like Richmond is that place that everyone's doing what they love and they're doing it and they're pursuing it. Even when there's challenges, like they're always getting to the point where they're like starting that business or starting that song, recording it, playing live. Um, also just like artists in the murals, you know, of course, it's just such an art scene out here. And I even had a chance to like tour VCU and at the time when I was in college and was like, man, like it'd be so cool to live here. But then even after now, like getting into the music scene, um, I feel like everyone here is just so supportive. Um, and I feel like that's kind of what's kept me here because I wasn't really sure if I was going to stay for another year, but I just became full time at my job. And, you know, I really love the music community and the art scene. And I want to be able to like explore and support local businesses. And I feel like that's what Richmond is. So. Yeah, I think that's been my reason for moving, <laughs> really. You said you're, like, a photographer and videographer? Yeah, yeah. So I do a lot of, like, documenting, documentary-style kind of photography. Hell yeah. Yeah, like, portraiture. I really enjoy um, telling stories with faces. Like, that was a big thing when I was in Central America because my base was in El Salvador, and I was meeting people that were, like, like, you know, through, like, the gang violence that was happening there. Some people lost family from there in that situation that season um and they were like really young kids too that were featured so it was just kind of a way to like capture stories through people's faces because there was one kid too that had like a um like little highlights in his hair but it wasn't like that was natural like he was kind of born that way because of the malnutrition that they receive uh in the town that he was in mm -hmm. so that was like a big portrait of mine that i wanted to be able to communicate like hey like this is the reason why his hair is like that but also um this is his story and why he he is dealing with these things in his environment so and how agriculture is so important so kind of bringing a call to action with those kind of photos but yeah and then videography too like making it more like i mean i've always been a fan of nat geo like that's been a big thing i don't see myself like sitting around with animals <laughs> i see myself more like traveling and being able to meet people and different cultures and experience that so i've always wanted to to do that and I think I want to still pursue that so that's kind of the style that I'm into like documentary and um and then also getting into film photography too I feel like that is something that I kind of started with and then was able to shift over to digital but it I don't know something about being in Richmond too I want to like get back into film so I've been able to do that too so that's like a I don't know in this corner of the house I have a a portrait of mine from the El Salvador trip behind the digital photography and then that yeah that's mm -hmm. that one and then that film camera is a Yashica it's like takes 120 medium format so it's like yeah it's a sharper image quality but black and white film it's really pretty so I really enjoy it have you ever done film development before mm -hmm. yeah so started in high school I did that for a little bit and then they got rid of the dark room because it was like toxic for like people who were you know <laughs> yeah. you know I figured but but we were breathing, breathing in those fumes and it was fine but mm. um being back here I work at the Visual Arts Center of Richmond so they have a dark room there so I'm able to like go in and develop my own oh, film man. which is really cool 
So yeah, I've been able to do a lot with that, being staying like creative and learning new new skills. So, uh, is or Justin, do you want to ask the acronym question? Oh, here we go. Uh, I knew this was gonna be asked, and I came <laughs> prepared. Oh, no, <laughs> I came prepared. Would you like to ask us? RVA typically stands for Richmond, Virginia, right? Right. So <laughs> if you were to create a new acronym for RVA, but it can't be Richmond, Virginia, <laughs> what, would your, what would your RVA mean? Yeah. So I did. I felt like you were going to ask this question, so I came prepared. And <laughs> I was caught between like, really vivacious art or random vivacious art because if you look around like there's some murals that you kind of question and you're like hmm like I wonder who did this and then wonder like what was the story behind this kind of I don't know, just the immediately thought was, like, the naked woman in the fucking strawberry jar. Yeah. Like, what is oh, this? Yeah, yeah. Like, this, like, yeah, it's so random. You, Self-portrait. By the 7-Eleven. You weren't here for it, but the sad vampire was oh, my favorite. Oh, I did miss that. Did you guys ever see the sad vampire? Where was that, Where? though? It got covered up by the bike mural on Broad Street. Oh, When yeah. the bikes came from. Yeah. About. I might be able to find a picture. But yeah, please do. Yeah. I, I mean, I love all the art that I see, but there's always, like, something new. Like, it's just, like, a random corner, too, or a random alley in Richmond that you walk in and you're like, oh, wow, that there's art right there. Like, yeah. you wouldn't think that someone would have decked it out, but... The, like, crocheting, like... The crochet. The crochet oh, yeah, bombs that's are beautiful. Crochet bombs are really oh, I love cool. that one. Like, how do you get that on there? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yes, I love... Is he gone? Yeah, they covered him up with the bike mural. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, that's what happened to him. I just thought he went somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> he just disappeared. He, he walked just, away he from the away. wall. He literally the walked away. The sun came out. He had yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah. I always yeah, love yeah. when you do those. Those are cool. <laughs> I'm so into scanning. But, I know, those are pretty cool. I love Canal Walk. That was, like, also another reason why I came. When I first saw it, I was, like, shoot, like, a half to be here because I was taking a photo session of a, a one of the students that was graduating that year and I remember going in there taking photos and I was like wow like I love this kind of art that's like supportive because it's local but also um just beautiful and big and really fun um and so like I got to actually see the murals the new ones go up mm-hmm. and that was so awesome like being able to like sit there and just admire people's work and get to actually know and talk to the artist too was one of my favorite things um when they were putting them up but yeah i would say that that's my acronym <laughs> really random or random uh vivacious art <laughs> i love it yeah thanks what are, what are uh what are some of your favorite spots like restaurants, in richmond Ooh. it's a good one um to eat you know i like you were talking about sidewalk cafe coming there like i think that's such a good like midnight or like late night kind of mm-hmm. vibe like go there and eat breakfast or lunch or whatever you're really craving um i really love um pupusas because they're from el salvador and it reminds me of home because my family's from there and they make pupusas too and so there's a place but it's not in the city it's like because el pope okay people are gonna hate me for this. this is a hot take but el pope <laughs> is not authentic like one of my favorite places to go for like a pupusa like it's not my initial plan to like go there to experience el salvador i think if you go outside like mithlothian turnpike that's where all the really good authentic restaurant restaurant (laughs) cuisines are so that's where i get my pupusas Mm -hmm. and they're really good they also have like really good soups but there's like i think in chaco or off of um broad there's a place called a chilo it's like really good bedia tacos um i also try them at t 
I think what is it TBT El Gallo is pretty oh, good. Yeah, yeah, good. They have good some time. good stuff as well. Um, I remember trying their food and I was like, okay, I, I, I'm good with this. Like this is good. <laughs> this is uh, this passes the test, you know. Um, and yeah, so those are places to eat and then like to watch shows. Like I really love going to Gallery Five and The Camel and. Um, I went to Broadbury for like a 2000 throw, what is it? 2000s oh, yeah. like throwback yeah. party. They were just playing straight up like, you know, All like American Disney Jackson. Channel. Oh, it was better. Disney Channel. Yeah, it was Disney Channel hits. And I was just there like kind of dressed up like um, that girl from uh, Lizzie McGuire, like the friend, not Lizzie, but her yeah. friend. The friend yeah. had better style. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I totally agree. Yeah, um, definitely, definitely like crush. <laughs> Yeah. Like that moment where you're just like, oh, wait, I am actually gay. <laughs> I know it yet. That was me. That it's, was her. <laughs> she's, she's great. Yeah, Miranda. I really loved her style. Um, so, yeah, that was like the 2000s. They're, like, I liked the Broadway for that. But I'm sure the shows are amazing there. I haven't been yet. But I haven't even been to Altria Theater to watch like a Broadway show yet. I'd oh, like yeah. to. That's on my list. I only just went to Altria last year. Really? Yeah. What was saw, playing that? We saw Wicked. Oh, yeah, I heard Wicked is pretty good there. Cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the other day, my roommate said that there were some random kids in strollers, like, passing by, and it was for a show for Coco Melon. <laughs> Coco Melon was wow. was showing at Altria the other day, and I was like, I I don't get, like, this is obviously for yeah. little kids. I could not the ever do They're the second most subscribed YouTube channel. I, isn't that wild? It used to be Dora for us yeah. in our age. Yeah. Now it's in Blue's Clues. Now Coco it's Coco Melon, this giant bald headed baby that yeah. looks like it, like so really much. creepy if you think about it. Have you what seen Coco Melon? Coco Melon? Oh, you haven't heard? Yeah, yeah. You have to show her I the really song, don't. the theme I song. Really, are you sure? It's ridiculous. No, please, you have oh to. Gosh. Coco Melon. I, I used to work at El Pope, so I'm just like, oh, right. and I was like, oh no, oh my it's god, the is baby. That them? that's Coco Melon right there. His name is Coco Melon. Yeah, he's just a giant. Who names a baby Coco Melon? Sorry, is that rude? <laughs> it's just the theme song is just ridiculous. But what, can you sing it? I just know that Coco Melon. Like that's literally what it is. It's a baby. That's it's a baby. Baby. Baby's name is Coco Melon. Yeah. <laughs> that's how we'll sing that's it from it. now that's on. How that's how I. Would I actually do it. like that version better. Thank you. But yeah. So we are definitely in. Chloe's corner now, I'd have to say, and this is not just Chloe's corner. It's just kind of, <laughs> we kind of name it that because it's right. Is it alliteration? But uh, it's open for everyone. Uh, does anyone want to take, I guess, the second question? Really cool that you, I think I um, I think <laughs> I think it's really nice that you think that we remember exactly which question the second question is. But I'll need to. Be no, not that. the second question, just a second question, really. Oh, I, I should have said, excuse what me. What is the second <laughs> qu- pop quiz? What's the s- question number two? Okay, in Chloe's all right. Corner? The four questions we have, even though they're not, it's just to get your mind rolling. Honestly, we don't always ask these. What was it? Zodiac mm. signs the first, second oh. is favorite snack, third is guilty pleasure, and fourth is what are you watching? But Ooh. as always. We can you don't the need to pick off the list. Exactly. You can whatever you want. I will ask the food question. Yeah, I love food. What is your favorite <laughs> snack? What snacks do you snack? Yeah. Snack you you snack snack. <laughs> snack. Snack a snack. Question yeah. mark? Yeah, I love that. That's great. Um yeah, right now my guilty pleasure slash snack right now is like the dark Reese's cups, yeah. dark chocolate. They are Very like from nice. Trader Joe's, I think. Yeah. 
You don't like dark chocolate, or oh, you do? That was like a, uh, oh, that was like yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like that was not. <laughs> yeah, that stuff is good. Um, maybe we can have some after this. But I really do love a good dark chocolate um, with peanut butter. Like anything, peanut butter is my favorite. So when it's like a little Reese's cup, yeah. it's pretty good. I feel about like the almond butter, cashew butter cups. Like if you had to like put. Uh, I just oh, came I around see. on those this year. I just came around. I actually haven't year. tried them yet, but. I'm thinking, like, when they, when it comes to alternatives, I'm like, mm, like, I don't know. I feel like peanut butter is still a win in my in my mind, but Definitely. I'm sure that almond, I mean, almond joys, those are good. Those See, are I, chocolate with almond. I am a almond. big almond butter baby, <laughs> so I always like, de- I, I prefer almond butter to peanut butter, personally. Yeah. Mm. Cashew butter's okay. I definitely am... I don't know. I'm getting around town with the nut butters, so yeah. I like to hear, like, how <laughs> are nutty- you... <laughs> The nutty the, butters? The nutty butters. Yeah. Nutty, 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 nutty <laughs> butter. Butter. Yeah, good. those are pretty good. Well, I, yeah, I don't know. I've just always, like, picked peanut butter over anything. And I think that's just, that's just general. <laughs> I, I respect it. <laughs> Embrace tradition. Yeah. Embrace yeah. Embrace tradition. tradition. I met and... someone recently with a peanut allergy, and I was like, how you operate without, like, <laughs> peanut butter yeah. peanut sauce mm-hmm. I don't know what else has peanuts in it but those two things are like pretty important in my yeah. life yeah 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 you can use cashews for it and often it's similar I know like for a lot of places mm. for like some places where I've worked like they'll put like instead of like peanuts and stuff they'll put like a cashew oh. kind of thing and thing and it's just sort of like a it's not as it's not like the same but it's a way to like work around the fact yeah. that like people that like, have peanut allergies have to come in you know That's people true. do have peanut allergies but some people with peanut allergies have just like a whole like nut allergy thing mm-hmm. so you can't always you just just that one or the other yeah natural, you can't natural just switch it out from one or the other medicine are just not, not yeah um, <laughs> um i was curious about um what like this what made you get into music like when did you decide mm. or yeah music why yeah why? that's a good question um so it's funny because growing up, like, I did do a lot of, like, choir and, like, musicals slash, like, choir groups. I don't know. It was just a lot of, like, getting into the music scene, I guess, with children <laughs> in the children's state. But I never really, like, felt the, um, like, it was a professional thing. It was just, like, doing it for fun kind of thing. Um or I was forced into it because that was like an elective that you could take besides like like some other class that you really hated. Um, like dance PE. I did dance PE instead <laughs> of PE. And I actually enjoyed it. Like they showed us contemporary dancing and stuff like that. But yeah, I definitely see myself when I was younger and kind of being bold and like wanting to sing in front of a big audience of people and making up words on the spot but not really knowing what I'm saying. <laughs> so it was more of like, the freedom of like expression I felt like that's what music is um not just art but like it is a type of art I feel like but um yeah growing up it felt 
like that was my start into kind of the music scene and then I didn't pick up the guitar till I was 12 um, which is a really funny story because I was trying to impress this guy <laughs> at the age of 12 um, trying to like play guitar and see what kind of chords I could like woo him over with um, just like a C, G, D, you know, basic yeah, chords. Yeah, the classics. Yeah. I played him. He was impressed, but he, yeah, we, nothing happened after that. It was just like a sense yeah. of like, oh. Cool story, bro. Yeah, I know. Cool story, bro. <laughs> but um, but I, I always joke and say like, it was his loss, my gain, because I still play guitar, yeah. which has been really there fun. Um, but yeah, no, I, and then picking up electric too. And then, yeah, it was just such a fun kind of way to play around with instruments. And I think I still want to play more instruments, like. I think I want to give saxophone a try because I feel like that would really help my diaphragm, <laughs> like be able to breathe better because I, I suck at like holding my breath for a long period of time. I don't know about y'all, but like going underwater for like 10 seconds is good for me. Like I can't do more <laughs> than that at all. I don't want to test it either. I don't want to die like that. But <laughs> I definitely feel like music started then when I was a kid and then kind of developed into this like oh I want to kind of own this and start writing music and be able to like be able to um yeah try something new with different genre sounds and adapt and like um what's it called imitate other artists too a little bit um in the way that they sing so yeah I think that's mostly what got me into music and then seeing people on stage and singing um like, I, I don't feel like I'm a performer, but I feel like I am definitely someone who, like, knows how to express her thoughts in music. So, yeah. You said that you have performed before, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. Where have you performed at? Yeah, so since moving to Richmond, um, I actually made a list, too, because I <laughs> keep actually forget, too, where I've played sure. being out here because it's been a year and a half. Yeah. But my first start was at Bramley Park, believe cool. it or not. Um, it was somewhere in the summer, maybe June or May. And I was able to kind of be able to play with my producer um, and we kind of like split the bill and he did a lot of like the fun like because he uses Ableton for a lot of his projects and he's like brings out like those synths and like sounds and adds them and layers them. And then um, I came in with like the guitar and just sang, but it was to kind of the songs are similar on that are out right now, like as singles. Um, I've been able to play those and that was really cool together then uh the women crushed wednesday uh at the camel i got to do one of those did a porch concert for meadow street not too long ago i love them they're great i love that they've opened that kind of space for that and they live like right across like a lawn area so people can just chill yeah me too um and then gallery five was kind of my big break because i was talking to premiere at the, cause we were, I was opening for Prevere Trio yeah. that day and they were like, oh, we'd love to have you at Gallery 5. And he reached out and was like, hey, there's this Dif- Diftober event, come play there uh, at Gallery 5, did that. And then soon after it was the Ghosts of Pop hmm. um, weekend. So it was like split into two weekend days, Friday and Saturday. And I played there, opened at Ghosts of Pop and then uh, was one of the um, openers at Diftober. So that was really fun. Then coming up is a Shaco Sessions Live in March, which I'm really excited about. It's like live streaming is always so cool to me. Like I've I've never tried it before, I've done it, but I think it could be a really fun, fun time. And we have a cool set. It's gonna be four of us, Quatrefrem, I think is what they call it. Um, So some new artists that are up up and coming are gonna be on that on that uh, bill. And yeah, it's gonna be a good night. So stay tuned. Then (laughs) it'll be 
uh, March 7th, I think it's a Tuesday night. So yeah. very cool. That's awesome. Yeah. So um, we know within this year, trying to get that EP out, do we, ha- do we have any other project or band goals you want to get done by the end of the year? Yeah. On my mind, I've like, I've been so used to playing alone and I don't know if that's just because of like playing with a loop pedal now. Like I don't know how someone or a band could like follow that unless they are able to kind of create these textures that I'm looking for. Um, so I guess on my radar right now is like to build a band kind of mm-hmm. sense, like get to know people that could fill in those like, you know, jazzy sounds or like ambient kind of style textures. Um, and I feel like having like maybe like a bassist and a, a saxophone player or like a pianoist that could do like crazy synths and and fun little beats like a drum track kind of thing could be really fun um it would just add a lot to my music because i'm i feel like even now i'm still learning what genre i'm in like i i mean i let people who in the audience kind of decide that at this point i feel like it's more like indie slash singer songwriter slash jazz but i don't it's hard to, it's hard to yeah it's hard to put a label on something yeah. so i want to continue to experiment because i've worked on some uh projects with other friends like uh there was a song by i don't know if you guys know camp werewolf they're like mm-hmm. an angst rock kind yeah, of band camp werewolf is very fun yeah they're real fun so <laughs> it's a great name yeah so yeah. tuesday uh they're releasing a song that i got to you know put some vocals on um, cool. it's called the pit so you can look out for it it's coming out then um Tuesday on Valentine's Day. On Valentine's Day, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So keep that on your radar. And yeah, so it's been fun to like just play with other people, try different things that I'm not used to doing, like when it comes to genre or like um, style of music. But I really do enjoy collaborating with people. So if that eventually happens to form a band, that would be great. But I don't know if it'll happen this year, but it's definitely on the radar. Okay. Yeah. Um, so yes, when when was that show? Because yeah, this will be out probably in a week or so. Um, oh, okay. I do have sort of an announcement for releases here in a second, but to look up for your shows upcoming, we have the Shaco Sessions. Shaco Sessions live. When's that's gonna be? That's gonna be March seventh. And that is a live Tuesday. stream. Tuesday, it's a live stream, but Correct. you can you can also buy tickets to yeah. sit in the audience, which will be really fun. Um, but yeah, that's the upcoming one. That's that's anything else you have coming up. Not as of currently, yeah, okay. yeah. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yes, um, just because how things are, I feel like instead of just giving it a mesh mash whenever we get it out, whenever we get it out, uh, thing. I think we're gonna. I, I would like to try to get it out like on Mondays, mm-hmm. um, or so. So hopefully we can record an episode, uh, get that out, and then following Monday, or I guess yeah, following Monday it should be. I guess so. Um, Hold them tightly. For yes. <laughs> But thank you so much for having us and no, having absolutely. us at your wonderful apartment. Uh, we were gifted tea, beautiful <laughs> music, and there's a dog here. She's who's, an adorable who's, dog. Who's knocked right And it seems like Iz Cloud has gotten lamp. a lot of ideas from cloud lamps, <laughs> couch <laughs> settings. Interior design. Interior design. That's interior the word Interior design space. Ideas. DIY. DIY space. Cozy space. Yeah, I'm sure you guys are like ready to nap after this. That's usually how it goes when it rains like this. You're like wanting to like just hibernate, which is fair. <laughs> I'm probably going to do that right after this. <laughs> but yes, I appreciate you all joining us out once again. This is River City Sounds. I have been Cole. I'm Chloe. I have been Is. I'm Justin. And we've had with us 
Alex J. Demas with oh. Ariel. <laughs> Who's asleep now? Who's asleep That's now. the dog. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you for joining us. Please follow us on all platforms where you follow us and give us five stars. Uh, make sure that you use Anchor FM for all your podcasting needs. You should listen to us on Anchor FM and every other podcast ever that you want to listen to. Anchor and- FM rules. We love Anchor <laughs> FM. <laughs> thank you, Anchor Yay. FM. I even put that in the bottom of the... Uh, this next one is another cover called Getting It On by Sales.
What did you forget or something? What did you get? What did you get? Part of it was always there. Found it out on the way out of your heart. What did you forget or something? What did you get? What did you get? Part of it was always there. Found it out on the way out of your Just waiting 
Thank you. 
That was another original called Inconsistency. She's also on streaming platforms and Bandcamp. <laughs> I got to support Bandcamp. Well, we'll take this one then. Um, this is called Alma Mia. It's a story song I wrote in Spanish called uh, Alma Mia. That means soul of mine, um, which is pretty much everything that was happening during the pandemic of like wanting to know who you were, what you wanted to do with your life, um, and just asking questions like, what will become of me throughout this time? So this is a little song called Alma Mia.